0: wants to live long and finish strong. If that's you, you've come to the right place. This is Dr. Mary Speaks. Thanks for joining us. Well, greetings, and here we are again with Dr. Mary Speaks. You know, people are talking about this COVID virus and the epidemic and all of that, but you know what? I've come to realize in these last two, three years that there's another epidemic out here. It's a loneliness epidemic. And that's what I want to talk about here for a short time this day. Do you feel like everyone has someone except you? While others spend time with someone special? Maybe you feel lonely and left out, no boyfriend, no girlfriend. Maybe your spouse doesn't even pay attention to you or your loved ones live so far away that they're not near enough for you to hug and get a hug and a kiss and you don't have many friends. Perhaps you lost a loved one to this awful, awful COVID virus or other manners of death. Yes, there's many ways that we can feel lonely. Many people struggle with loneliness because they live by themselves or they spend most of the day alone and others are surrounded by people all day long and they still feel lonely. They can feel even lonely in a crowd. In both cases, loneliness caused by a lack of connection. And guess what, my friends? It comes through relationships. In Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, it says this, the need to be loved and to belong are high on the chart of needs. For several months now, the lyrics from this song, and it's an old song, it keeps traveling through my mind. And there's a few lyrics that uh, from this song, Aretha Franklin sings it, but also the Beatles, they have their version. And I don't know, after you listen to a few words of this song, I'm going to talk a little bit about loneliness from Eleanor Rigby's song. the price in the church away. No one comes near, looking and working Donning his socks in the night when there's nobody there What does he care? All the lonely people, where do they all come from? All the lonely people, where do they all belong? Nobody came, Father McKenzie, wiping the dead from his hands as he walks from the grave. No one was saying, Oh, before, do they all come from? Oh, before, do they all be mine? I don't know what you might get out of this lyrics. But here's an interpretation that I like. Eleanor Rigby, in my opinion, is an elderly woman who never got married or lost her spouse. And I know many women, unfortunately, like that. Women who have never gotten married or they were married for many years and they lost their spouse. Now, Eleanor Rigby, she cleans up after the wedding in the church, which could only add to her loneliness. The song says she is living in a dream because she wants to find love and friendship to be happy. As far as waiting by the window, I see her in her house alone. Smiling to passerbyers, but feeling desperately alone inside. And then there's a line that says a face that she keeps in a jar by the door. Could this mean a facade? She smiles to hide her misery. And then the song says, look at Father Mackenzie; He is a pastor who is also lonely. Guess why? Because so many people have stopped coming to church when that virus hit. And he's reading the words from a sermon that no one will hear. No one comes near, the lyrics say, Yes, church attendance has dropped drastically. Church is one of the places that lonely people go uh, to get connected with God and with fellowship. The Bible clearly tells us, Hebrews 10, 25, forsake not the assembly of yourselves with one another. It also tells us it's not good for a man or woman to be alone. We need fellowship. We need to belong. And we long to belong in a group. On the other hand, perhaps you are attending church and still feel lonely. Why is this? Are you reaching out to those around you or instead waiting for someone to reach out to you? Here's another scripture to consider, Proverbs 18 and 24. It says this, if you want friends, you have to show yourself friendly. Perhaps you need to do some reaching out. Indeed, there is a loneliness epidemic. Researchers at the Harvard Graduate School of Education Making Caring Common project. And they analyzed the data from an October 2020 online survey of 950 Americans. Alarming numbers of Americans are lonely. There's an epidemic. Harvard concluded in their paper that those surveyed Hope, reported substantial increases in loneliness since the outbreak of the pandemic a couple years ago. Now, listen, young adults are the loneliest group. According to the research findings, 61% of young people ages 18 to 25 responded lo- lonely frequently. Frequently, they responded, or almost all the time, or all the time. During the four weeks preceding the fall survey in 2020 was when this survey was done. And these are the results, serious. 43% of these young adults indicated that their loneliness had increased since the pandemic. And they and those lockdowns, remember when we had the lockdowns? These results echo similar findings of other Harvard researchers who found that nearly half nearly half of young adults were showing signs of depression amid the pandemic response and in august twenty twenty the c d c reported that four young adults in this age group had contemplated suicide during the month of June. Friends, while some of the social mandates and mass requirements have lifted somewhat, let me tell you that the emotional buildup from the beginning of the epidemic are still very real. I know this from personal experience. My 16 year old great granddaughter was and still is among these dire statistics. She has voiced suicidal inclinations so many times that she has been in and out of the behavior clinic. Her reasons have been attributed to loneliness and rejection loneliness, and rejection. This is just one of the many tragedies my family is currently experiencing. I sincerely request your prayers. Finally, as a result of my family-related personal challenges, I have become a mental health awareness coach. If you're interested in joining in me, with me in the spiritual warfare battle, let me hear you say spiritual warfare battle, please let me know. I can be reached at lisagold.llc at gmail.com. Again, if you're interested in joining me in this battle, and I'm doing a full-fledged battle on spiritual world warfare And these mind-controlling spirits. And if you have not realized the seriousness of this mental health epidemic, perhaps it hasn't come to your house. Now, holiday time can be one of the loneliest times of the year. I want you to do something. I want you to reach out and touch somebody today, not tomorrow, not next week, but today. Now, let me give you some tips on how to beat the holiday blues. Right now, we're preparing for Christmas. This is going to be a happy and a busy busy time for some of us. But it also can be a very sad time and very difficult time for others who may have lost a loved one, maybe during the virus. This is their first Christmas without that special person. Maybe it's you. If so, I want to encourage you not to let negative emotions take care of, well, take over your holidays. They will if you let them. So, let me share a few tips that I hope will work for you as they have for me during this time of the year. Tip number one, expect the worst. What did you say? Dr. Mary, what did you say? I said this, expect the worst. Now, isn't that a cheerful thought for a jolly time of the year? What I'm saying is to be prepared that your high expectations from some people close to you may not be fulfilled. You may get a gift you don't want, or you may not get a gift at all from that someone special in your life. Now, this may sound crazy, but I want you to envision yourself sitting under a Christmas tree with a big red bowl on top of your head. I should have put one on top of my head when I'm presenting this message to you. Then I want you to consider yourself. Consider yourself. As a gift to someone, then go out and make someone else happy. This has always chased the blues away from me. So, what did I say? Expect the worst, but don't let it get you down. Number two, remember to see well C S E E. See well. No, I'm not talking about having your vision checked. C-S-E-E stands for S, sleep, getting enough rest. E, eating, eating healthy. And E, exercising. Be sure to work off those calories from those holidays, foods, and desserts. And that's what I I had to present this to myself more than once, Mary. C-S-E-E sleep, eating, exercising. Number three, avoid toxic, AKA negative people. Who is your support team? Are these people who add to your positive emotions? Or do they contribute to your holiday blues? Be selective. If you have to be around such people, Perhaps they family members. Keep your visit as short and brief as possible. Number four, be grateful. I share this happy uh, tip uh, on my uh, former Thanksgiving podcast. Very helpful. But let me give it to you or anyone who may have missed it before. Number four, be grateful. Now I want you to get a white sheet of paper and put a black dot in the middle of it. Now ask yourself, what am I looking at when I see this sheet of paper? Many times people um, focus on that black dot rather than all of that surrounding white space. Friends, that black dot equals your troubles. And that's what too many people focus on, that black dot. However, that white space represents your blessings. Now fill the sheet of paper with things you can be grateful for. Plenty of white space. That little black dot are your problems. We want to cast those aside. And I just want you to do this. Get a piece of paper, as I suggested. Get a pen. Put this on your refrigerator. That's the place you go regularly. I know I do. Put it on your refrigerator. Get your pen and just start filling out in that white space all the many th- ways you have been blessed. The Holy Spirit will bring those things to your mind. So I say to you also, number five, give yourself permission to cry. But don't cry too long. I say to you, live, laugh, and love. Slow down and rest up. Tis the season to be jolly. So work at it. It'll work, but you got to work it. So I'm saying to you, and this is just one part of my Christmas message, I say Merry Christmas to you, but I'll be back talking to you and hoping that you might possibly Be encouraged by something that I have said. But one of the things I'd like for you to do is remember lonely widows and widowers as well this time of year. And if you feel in your heart that God has put it on your heart and you feel God is speaking to you, I wish you would contribute to my widows ministry so that we can help make somebody happy. Widowswithwisdom.com. God bless you. I welcome this opportunity to be with you. And I hope you will write to me, leavesofgold. Don't forget that dot, LLC at gmail.com. God bless all of you. And I'm so grateful that my voice held out because I've had a throat issue when I woke up this morning. But the Holy Spirit showed up and I hope you can hear me loud and clear. Happy holidays. God bless you. Bye. Please join me next time as I continue to speak to your heart about things that God has put on my heart to share with you. Uh, The Bible also says, know those who labor among you. I do a number of different things, and you can take a look and get to know me better. I want you to look at medicministries.com. The acronym for MEDIC is Manifesting Entire Deliverance in Christ. Then another one I have is for widows, widowswithwisdom.com. It takes a widow to know a widow, and I I've I've had a widow's experience. I've had a married wife experience, single woman experience, divorce woman. You name it, I've been there, done that. And our our purpose is to reach out and help widows, those who have lost their husbands, and and help them to make their adjustments. Widowswithwisdom.com. Writing is my passion. I'm a scribe in the body of Christ. And so I want you to check out Leaves of Gold Consulting.com. I am a book coach, uh, an editor, a publisher, and an author. So you'll see all of that when you go to Leaves of Gold Check it out. And over all of these outreaches, my umbrella is legacy, leaving every generation a chronicle of you. So join me next time and listen to what Dr. Mary has to say as she speaks to your heart. God bless you and enjoy your day.